tremendous looking trophy. Welcome to the number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name's Dylan Blight, and joining me, as always, Ashley Hopley. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be here with you taking another short trip out of virtual reality. Short trip out of virtual reality. I've, um, I was sort of annoyed. I was trying to, um, fucking, I've been having, I know, you just heard me complain about it before we click recording. I've been having internet issues for the last 24 hours. I swear it's been playing up, but I was trying to, I was trying to get some time in for, uh, the fuck's it called the dark pictures one whatever anyway that one switchback switchback yeah i was trying to do that before coming on so i could um give my impressions of that but didn't happen failed it's all right anyway long story short uh because that's one of two <laughs> exclusive games like or like new games i guess so yeah they're the thing but anyway disappointing let down anyway um i heard people you would love this i think it sounds mm. like a perfect game for you because i was reading um saw people on uh, on the tweet saying that there's sections in the games where um there's basically enemies that are like the uh weeping angels where because of the eye tracking you have to like close your eyes and if you open them they move closer to you <laughs> doesn't oh, sound like a good, great yeah doesn't that sound like a good time to you oh, sounds, sounds like a great time <laughs> i thought you'd like that I thought you. I thought you. Yeah, who d- who doesn't want a whipping angel simulator? <laughs> Imagine though, I'd actually love um, um, Doctor Who VR whipping angel game. I'd be down. Wouldn't you just get captured like straight away? <laughs> I mean, true. Yeah. It's like it, no, the games like just it... don't blink. Yeah, but like I don't know, you make it fun. <laughs> There's like sections where you can't blink, and then the doctor comes in and saves you, and. Which doctor? The, the new, new one, one I guess. Seen, seen I don't know. know. <laughs> Shitty got one. I don't know. Make it. Make it. Uh, use that Disney money. Yeah, use that Disney money. Well, they did announce something this morning. That's no, I don't know. Anyway, I've said it now. Side tangent. Did you see what they announced this morning? Doomsday. Yeah, this cross media thing. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right, this week on the show in the trophy cabinet, gold trophy for a funny PSVR 2 advertisement and a platinum for Shuhei winning awards. I want to start with this. Did you watch this ad? I've watched it twice. I think it's fucking hilarious. Uh, I've skimmed through it. Come on, Ash. You never watched... Um, you never watched... Uh, you don't watch Artie Donner, though, do you? No, I haven't. Fucking let down. Um, so in case people missed it, Artie Donner... Well, PlayStation Australia did a PSVR 2 advertisement with Artie Donner. Um, it's their exact type of humor um with the the, <laughs> the psvr stuff with like broden putting on the headset and just being like i'm broden petting a dinosaur broden petting a dinosaur and then <laughs> like all this the, um the rest come, uh like it's just it's fun I'm hitting the gong <laughs> it's just, um I, it's it's very funny i i, I don't want to say like an advertisement's well worth your uh two minutes 30 or whatever that the time is but uh, I would definitely recommend checking out that, uh, this advertisement. Maybe Adi Donna should just become PSVR. Spokespeople? Spokespeople, yeah. Because I'm all for it. I was watching, I was just on my lunch break. People were like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, Adi Donna, right? <laughs> 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 These guys, you know what I mean? Good stuff. Okay. Good stuff. Big big break. They've got a new ABC TV show coming out. Yeah. Um. That's this. Is that this? month or next month i can't I remember think it's this month or oh, april okay. yeah i remember watching the trailer and i gotta be completely honest i open my youtube feed oh my youtube i see it to recommend it right i click play i like ah oh, very funny 
fake trailer for a fake TV show. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, it wasn't until near the very end. I'm like, wait, this is a real TV show. <laughs> yeah. Because I thought, I thought it was just a bit about a show. I mean, it could be still be a bit. <laughs> <laughs> a bit how they got the Australian government to pay for this, this stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I know it's... I'm going a lot of side tangents this week, but it's... So you have a Netflix show that, I, by all accounts, did decent, and now we're back to yeah. ABC. Come on. What's going on there? And they don't want to, you know, help the Australian government, help the ABC. You know, back to their roots. Then they can sell it to <laughs> sell it to anywhere in the world. You know what I mean? Get that licensing money. I, mean, I guess they're technically like different shows, so they could do a yeah. second season of Big Old House of Fun. So yeah, that's uh, true. Also, they're in Dungeons and Dragons, the upcoming movie. What kind? That's of. true. I didn't watch that, so I saw the there was other thing. I saw the recommendation, right? So you Universal or whatever's got up that video behind the scenes, you know, talking to them. I didn't watch it because I'm like, I don't want to, I kind of just want it to be a surprise of when they show up. Well, they don't actually show up. It's a, it's a voice. Are they voices? Okay. Well, yeah. I want to, I, I want to be like, ah, oh, that's them. Okay. Well, you know, you know what I, mean? I assume they're playing like a, some trolls or something. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Maybe you've already seen who they're playing in the trailers. Dragons? Maybe. We'll it didn't anyway. actually click because I obviously I stayed to the end of the trailers to see if there was an end credit thing, yeah. and then they had like separate trailer, like separate credits for, but obviously they put them up at the end of the actual credits because rather than putting them in the actual credits, you know what I mean? So they got their own little bit at the end. Yes, like they, you, know. you, you know how the the Disney Plus has the the yeah. various languages. That's what mm. it was at the end of the movie. That's weird, but all right, sure. I mean, it's not uncommon. Like, uh, what was it? DC Super Pets. They had like Julia Morris yeah. and the vet dude <laughs> voice some hamsters, and they had a similar thing at the end of that movie. So. Okay. Was they it, do special was, um, localized things? I assume they filmed. Did they just film Dungeons and Dragons in Australia during COVID? Was that a thing? No, but I don't think so. Oh, they just got them to. Yep. Okay. I wasn't just sure a random they... thing. <laughs> yeah, okay, random. I just I wasn't sure what the connecting fabric was there, but there you go. All right, uh, game news, couple stories. So, Final Fantasy 16 will take up to 80 hours to fully complete rides. Push Square, Screenix's RPGs are almost universally big time sinks. It varies, of course, but a lot of them sit at above 50 hours if you want to see everything they have to offer. Yeah, offer. The publisher you hugely anticipate upcoming game Final Fantasy 16, also known as XVI, is continuing that tradition. Speaking with Famitsu, translated by Itaika Kamoshi on Twitter, director Hiroshi Takai and producer Naiko Yoshida confirmed the RPG will take place between 70 and 80 hours if you want to see and do everything. The main storyline will probably take 35 hours to clear. Uh, double that amount if you include side content. I'm gonna be honest. 35 hours for a Final Fantasy game in a realm where you just spent what feels like an entire month playing through a Yakuza game. Does 35 hours just sound like that's pretty easy? Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a play count on Yakuza? Does it take the actual hours? Uh, yeah. I want to say it was like 40 something. But, really? You know, if I was paused in the menu, it kept the timer kept going up. So. 
thought it would have been longer than that. It's just, you know, busy doing other stuff. <laughs> Fair. Um, 35 hours for a Final Fantasy game. No, I, don't, I really don't feel like 70, 80 hours. That They mean basically get the platinum, which is yes. fine. But 35 hours, I feel like, in, in a realm where people complain about games being too big these days, I think a 35 hours, 30, 30, 30 to 40 is getting on that. And like, well, you're pushing that like this is a big time commitment. But for people who are willing to play, I guess, longer games, 30 to 40 hours, I think. Well, is, yeah, if this is the game that you're going to buy this year, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what you want. But it's in a world where I'm staring at this Final Fantasy news story on Push Square, right? And at the side, they have Diablo 4 advertisement at the moment. Yep. Some people complain that this game takes 35 hours to beat and say that's too long and then spend 200 hours in Diablo. But you beat that multiple times, I do. (laughs) You know what I mean? So... I, don't, I really do not think the same people are, are complaining about the length of Final Fantasy who are, who are playing 200 hours of Diablo. Probably not, no. I think they're two separate people. That's fair. Well, it's not long now. What are we doing pretty much? What are we, we're about to hit April. Major, so we're about yeah. we're like three months less away? Less than three months away, yeah. Less than three months away? Kind Almost exactly three months away. Put your bets in. Is this shit getting delayed? Uh, no, I don't think so. You know, they're they're doing all the marketing pushes and that kind of stuff. I feel like if it was going to get delayed, it probably would have been delayed at this point. And knowing how these things work, as soon as I said that, it'll be delayed tomorrow. Yep. State of play tomorrow. Delayed. <laughs> also, we'll announce the biggest thing possible. But he is Spider-Man too. <laughs> I was about to say, what is the in the realm of what you would consider biggest Sony news stories that could happen? Well, it'd be Spider-Man 2 release date or Naughty Dog's next project. I mean, I'd say Spider-Man release date's way more viable than Naughty Dog's <laughs> next project when their current game hasn't even released. It'd be like getting a Wolverine release date before Spider-Man 2. Well, they announced Wolverine before they released announced a Spider-Man Two release date. So even that was ridiculous. I, that's totally just a like let's announce it. So then when cut like where like stuff leaks about jobs or like voice actors slip or something like it's already it's out there. People know we're doing it. Exactly. <laughs> that's all you that know? was. So they should do it again, like how they announced Last of Us Part Two like super early. <laughs> I went back the other day and watched all the trailers for yeah. Last of Us Part 2. Quite funny when you go back on the You know the original one with where Ellie's just like sitting in the room. She plays the, the that song on the guitar and then like Joel walks in and... Yeah. It's funny to, to, to think back in retrospect. The, the trailer, the trailers and the narrative around people trying to figure out what the story was going to be in that game and yes. everything, everything like that, so... Because I was just watching them going, okay, well, how do they start teasing? For the people who are now hooked in via the TV show, you know, how do they, how do they start teasing them when they eventually get around to Last of Us Part 2? You know, yeah, that's interesting because I also was like, went down like a small Last of Us rabbit hole and like... Trailer-wise? Watching like, yeah, like watching reacts and that kind of stuff too. To the game or the show? Part 2. 
<laughs> like, oh, Padre Roque. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, this is a, that's what happened in this game. It's a golf club. Uh, and, and people get really upset when the, they have to play as another character. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, if I, I was ever, if I'm ever gonna do a another playthrough of that game, maybe I'll do it prior to the the show. The show. I feel like that would be a good reason for watching the video. Yeah. I mean, it's so hard because watching the trailers the other day, it's like, fuck, this is a good game. Like, it just made me think about all the like the, the moments and stuff. But yeah. then I was also like. Uh, replaying that can you imagine (laughs) yeah that means after maybe maybe what i should do is make sure i don't finish it because i think i finished it at some like i pushed like three o'clock in the morning (laughs) yeah i finished it like three o'clock i just like kept playing i was like i gotta like i just i couldn't help i just kept pushing kept pushing and next second it's three o'clock and i'm sitting there after the ending of that game which is not a happy ending just sitting there going what is life i have no friends no family i'm all alone (laughs) i'm like what is life's meaning yeah so maybe i should just not play it at three o'clock in the morning (laughs) that'd be a, a key part maybe possibly New Gamer writes, Sony Shuho Yoshida awarded BAFTA Games Fellowship. Woo! Woo! Yoshida is a pioneer of the game industry, currently the head of Sony Interactive Entertainment's independent developer initiative. The fellowship is the highest accolade from BAFTA, a recognizing outstanding contributions to the games industry. Yoshida will receive the award at this year's ceremony on the 30th of March. Uh, Yoshida joined Sony in 1983 and helped launch the PlayStation the company's first gaming console, in case you didn't know. In April 2000, he became vice president of Sony Computer Entertainment America. By May 2008, he was promoted to the president of SCE Worldwide Studios. Later in 2019, he was chosen to head the company's independent developer initiative to support indie developers on PlayStation by making game development accessible to smaller creators. Uh, in the support of independent developers that you should do that, it's for this support of independent developers that Yoshida is receiving the fellowship. Quote, Yoshida's BAFTA fellowship recognizes him as a champion of independent developers. For his personal social media presence and his corporate endeavors, uh, he has consistently nu- nurtured the creativity and innovation of the indie games industry and regularly champions indie games through podcasts, official PlayStation videos, and the wider games media. Yoshida said, throughout my career, I've had the privilege of working with incredibly talented teams who have developed some of the best games in the industry. I've always celebrated alongside those developers as their games have received well-deserved awards. It's an amazing honor for me to receive an accolade of my own. Jane Milchip, CEO of BAFTA, said, Shuhei Yoshida is a pioneer in the games world and is hugely deserving of a BAFTA fellowship. His collaborative, supportive approach continues to drive progress within the industry, using his platform to promote the voices and crafts of others and champion the work of independent designers, studios, and creatives. We look forward to honoring his contribution to the games uh, at the ceremony on Thursday, the 30th of March. Well deserved, right? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, you know, he's had a very long career. Uh He's had his hands all over all sorts of games throughout PlayStation's history. So, I mean, uh, very deserving uh, recipient, yeah. Even though he snubbed us at, you know, PAX. Yeah, this motherfucker. 
I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, looking through the last um, nominees. Oh, no. Winners, all right. This is crazy. This award goes all the BAFTA Fellowship goes all the way back to. Have you looked up? Have you looked at this? Do you want, do you want no. to do some trivia for you? Okay. BAFTA Fellowship uh, is a lifetime achievement award presented by the the, yeah, the British Academy of Film, Television, Arts. A recognition recognition of outstanding achievement in the art forms of moving image. Now, of course, this has slightly changed since then. But first recipient, nineteen seventy one. Who do you think it was? Jesus Christ. <laughs> 1971. Yeah. I know who who made Tetris. No. Or who made if it, start, if it started as a film film thing. Oh, film. Uh Hitchcock. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Um and then I think I know the first person to get it would be I think it's like the mid two thousands. Hold on, scroll, 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 scroll. I'm trying to find. Yeah, who do you reckon the first person from games to get it was? And it was in the year two thousand and seven. Uh, Will Wright. Correct. Yeah. Are you cheating? <laughs> no. <laughs> you said that way too quick. That was uh, that was my guess. I'm like thinking who could who could have been the first recipient? It was like Who's the second recipient in games? 2009. No idea. <laughs> Nolan Bushnell, co founder of Atari. Yeah. 2010. Who do you reckon got it? I've got no idea of any other names from here on out. You know. Shigeru Miyamoto. Oh, that makes sense. Shout outs. 2011, Peter Molyneux. Um, 2013, Game Newell got it. 2014. This is a weird one, but 2014, Rockstar Games. That's fair. Like, it's a bit weird to give it to a studio. Studio, right? Isn't that weird? I don't know. I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, David Brabban got it in 2015 for games. Programmer and designer founder of Frontier Developments. Uh, John Cormack got it in 2016. Uh, Tim Schafer, 2018. Hideo Kojima, 2020. And then... Uh, Serbian... I can't remember how to say it. No, Serbian Ready? Uh... Games director, studio director at Medium Molecule was the last Games Award nominee person. So there you go. Now, now Shuhei's going to join the... Shuhei's going to join the list. Yay! On your Shuhei, even though you ignored us at parks. Just sneakily sure took a picture so of us in the background. He, just, he was too shy to come say hi. He was doing that whole like, yeah, absolutely. sneaky... Uh, I'll take a yeah. picture of them in the background. Take a picture of the platinum in the yeah. background, yeah. I'm too scared to come say hi. Understandable. You totally understand. Uh finally for this week, let's go over another let's let's do a rumor mill thing. It was going all Ooh. around Twitter all week, so so it came from Insider Gaming and then everyone sort of spread out from there. But Insider Gaming had the they said PS5 Pro in development could release late twenty twenty four. 
Inside the gaming sources have confirmed that the PS5 Pro is in development and could release with a tentative release date of late 2024. Insider Gaming previously reported their new PlayStation 5 with a detachable disk drive is scheduled to release later this year. It's understood that this new model will phase out the current PlayStation 5 to cut down on production and shipping costs. In spite of widespread reports, this is not the PS5 Pro model. This is, quote, just the beginning of new hardware coming to PlayStation users this generation, said one source when talking about the detachable disk drive console. As for what the PS5 specs will entail, details are limited. However, recently published patent by PlayStation architect Mark Cerny, spotted by Twitter user Onion00048, suggests that Sony Interactive Entertainment is looking to, quote, accelerate ray tracing performance in video games. Just like with the PS4 to PS4 Pro, we can generally guess pretty confidently that the PS5 Pro will have increased visuals, performance, and speeds. But as for leaked details, we'll have to wait to a later release date. Insider Gaming understands that the next generation of PlayStation, PlayStation, the PS6, is unlikely to release until at least 2028. This would put the current generation console release schedule in line with its predecessors. I, I, I don't have any doubts about this. Do you have doubts? What that is happening? That a PS5 Pro could release by the end of next year. Uh, yeah, I have doubts. I don't think it's a thing. <laughs> you don't think it's a thing? No. I reckon it's a hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent. I'm going a hundred and ten percent. This is a thing. Dylan, what are you when you're playing your PS5? Are you really, really thinking this needs to run faster or look better? No, but I'll tell you what I do want. So this is this is the thing you can't. This is the thing. You, you you're happy to play mud on a stick, right? You, you don't know. Your 360p TV over there, everything looks great to you. I, like a lot of people, I'm sure the number one thing and enough reason for me to get excited about a PS4, a PS5 Pro would be, can I play ray traced enabled games at 60 frames per second? Because this, this is the problem at the moment. Most... 99% of games that have ray tracing in them on PlayStation, they lock you to a 30 frames per second mode. So do you know what happens? No one fucking plays them in ray tracing. Everyone switches to the 60 frames mode. I don't know anyone, and I don't I haven't heard anyone on any podcast I listen to. No one I no one in my circle of Twitter ever says, yeah. Well, I left on the ray tracing mode, even though it sucked to play, because fuck yeah, puddles. Like, most people, and in any review I've wrote about ray tracing, or any review I've seen with other people, they go, I tried it out, it's pretty, but yeah, switch to performance mode, because 60 frames feels so much better. That's what I reckon it is. That's the, that's the whole reason to get a PS5 Pro. Well, it sounds if like half of, like most of people don't want ray tracing, and there's no point in enabling ray tracing, am I right? People want ray tracing, but they don't want it to feel. Like- I don't know. It sounds like they're not using it. So, what you know, why why include a feature that nobody uses? I'll tell you something else. You remember what? Do you know something? Talk about <laughs> features that people think that really thing. You know what it says on the PS5 box? Do you remember a feature that's on the PS5 box? No. <laughs> As someone who like has to see these boxes quite often, 8K enabled. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who the fuck's... <laughs> what is that? What... So dumb. Like, thinking about the, the, like, it's got ray tracing, it's 8K enabled, all these things, all these hype words they push around this console yeah. in the lead-up to release. Utterly ridiculous. 
I mean, obviously we're at the point where PS5s are finally readily available. I don't think they want to add another SKU uh, anytime soon, especially if they are like kind of phasing out a certain model of it already. So you know? 18 months from now. No. There's no reco- no need for it. You, know? you would have said the same thing about the PS4 Pro, though. You're taking your your non-desire. No, for I don't it? think I said that. <laughs> I think, do you I want, think me, to, do you want me to scroll advanced. back a hundred odd episodes? Yeah, and go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Because I yeah, reckon. Come on. <laughs> I, all right, you got two L's. <laughs> I reckon if I can find it, I I would be a betting man and say that you said you would have been like, nah, no need, dumb. I just, I don't think you ever asked that question. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, when did the PS4 Pro come out? It was, uh, we were recording just. Because I remember I got it before playing Horizon, I think. November 2016. Nah, so we wasn't recording, but I got mine. (laughs) I got mine while I was recording then. So, you know, we'll, we'll never know what I th- would have thought at the time, you know? Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that stage, you know, the PS4 was running reasonably loud. So, I mean, it made sense. Mm-hmm. So, but we're we're at the stage where we, I don't feel like, uh, pe- you know, people have taken full advantage of the PS5. You know? Well, it's, not, it's, not, it's just a slight, it's just a slight bump. It's like, oh, we need to use that ray tracing. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know is that is ray tracing worth adding a hundred dollars to the console you know yeah at I, least I, I would upgrade 800 150 on a thousand dollar console yeah yeah see really you're, doing you're, you're you're taking you you've got way too much disposable income as <laughs> no i would take one of oh, my no, cr- wait i'm thinking this is the guy with two playstation yeah i was about to say I, I, i'm not i'm not buying a whole nother one i'll just trade one of my current ones in yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is exactly what happened with the ps um i the when the ps4 pro came out i had mm. two ps4s and i traded one in <laughs> yeah. got got one to to be a pro so i'm telling you this is a real thing and people will buy it take my bet put 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 this, mark this down in your history books. No, I don't tell that, that people will buy it if it comes out. Do you reckon by the time I buy a PS5 Pro, you'll have a HDTV? Probably. (laughs) I can guarantee it by the time you get a PS5 Pro, I'll have a... 4K TV. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of Planet Explosion. Of course, let us know any comments, questions, concerns you've got. I'm going to chuck up a poll now <laughs> in a second as we're about to finish on if you would buy a PS5 Pro for the 
for the benefit of being able to run ray tracing games at 60 frames per second. So let's uh, vote in that poll, do all the things, check out explosion.com. Uh, explosion.com slash Twitter will take you to all of our Twitters, explosion.com slash Discord will take you to our Discord and you come talk to us over there. If you like Platinum Explosion or you like explosion.com, the website it comes from, you can support both those places by heading over to explosion.com slash support. Takes you to our Kofi page. You can donate a little as a dollar over there. And until next week, remember, every trophy counts. Thank you.